Welcome to the Confident Parent Podcast, where we want you to feel confident in raising kids who have a thriving relationship with Jesus. I'm Joshua Humpa, the children's pastor at Oak Creek Assembly of God and the father of two spectacular kids with my wife, Stephanie. In this episode, we're going to discover what you can do as a parent to help shape a generous kid and to help you feel like you got this. What's up, what's up, all you cool parents? Welcome back. So this episode's coming out in the beginning of December. We just finished Thanksgiving, and I have to tell you, I have officially made Thanksgiving my favorite holiday. (laughs) It is all of the nice, fun, good, fun stuff of Christmas, but one of the things that I like about it the most is that it has less of the stress packed into it. Like, it's just total chill. Uh, So, I mean, I obviously love Christmas, but... Thanksgiving's nice. I like Thanksgiving. And one of the things that I realized about Thanksgiving, about why I love it, is because the overall feeling culturally is this positive feeling of thankfulness. You know, what can sometimes get us trapped in Christmas is this feeling of greed or uh, especially with our kids, like, I want it, I want it, I want it. And with Thanksgiving, though Black Friday kind of creeps into that, Thanksgiving really is a time to just pause and just be happy with what you got. And so today, the, the theme of what we're talking about is shaping generous kids. I think all of us want to have kids that are less entitled, less all about me, 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 but instead are happy. Like their go-to is to give stuff away. We'd especially love that if they would do that with their toys, right? Less to clean up. But I got to tell you, I just got to brag on my on my Chloe for a second. She did something on just a couple of weeks ago that was just, I was so proud of her. And it's like... Yes, kid, you're doing it. So we were doing a BGMC fundraiser in the month of October. And uh, it was a boys versus girls competition. And Chloe's birthday had just, you know, just had just passed about a month ago. And she had gotten um, about $30 as birthday money. And so she had some plans, was kind of sitting on it, thinking about what she wanted to do. And as you know, as you know with kids, the plan kind of changed, right? Depending on what she just saw at, at Target. Uh, but she was planning on saving this money. She wanted to, to get something really good for herself. And she usually doesn't save money to get it. Um, if she usually, if she gets any money, usually 99% of the time, she gives it away to BGMC. There's always like, she gets something out of it, but <laughs> she likes to give it away. And so with this thing, she decided she wanted to give all $30 to BGMC. And for her, it was kind of like a light bulb moment. She just decided, you know what? I want to give. Yes, she wanted the girls to win, but she also wanted to give to help, to be generous. And uh, we were just, as a family, really moved by that. Because that's a lot for a six-year-old, for a kindergartner. That's a lot of money. And you don't get money a lot as a kid. And so just to give it all away was like, wow, we were so blown away by that. And um, then a, a week or two later, um, her her grandpa, Pastor Brooks, was uh, sharing a message in uh, Sunday mornings. And he brought up the story and talked about it. And something that he said, he said, I have no doubt that God is going to bless her in some way for doing that. You know, because there's that universal truth from God, from the word, that when we give, God will bless us even more so. And part of that is that we can even give even more and be more generous. And so I had Chloe watch that, just be like, look, you know, you were an example to the whole church by your generosity. That's so cool. But she was was really struck in by what her grandpa said. Wait, God's going to bless me even more? (laughs) It's like, yeah, yes, that's how it works. When you give, when you're generous, God blesses you so that you can be more generous. 
Well, a few weeks later, uh, passed by, and she got to meet, uh, like, really get to know some older girls from church. Um, they, these really great sisters. They're really nice, really fun, great family. And she really sparked a connection with them. And um, from Bible quiz and kids choir and being in the Christmas musical at church. And she's they they bonded. All three of them really bonded. And so um, a couple days later, the mom had asked uh, us if Chloe could go with them to this really fun pumpkin farm. And we thought, yeah, great. That's super fun. Chloe's going to love that. Well, it ended up being an all-day thing. And we were like looking at the pumpkin farm, and this is the most incredible pumpkin farm ever. I'm sorry. I forgot what it's called. I should should have looked that up before I started recording. But it has everything. And they literally spent all day there. And Chloe had so much fun. She absolutely loved it. She was so glad that she got to go. Was so thankful to be invited by these girls. You know, and hang out with cool big kids. That was a big thing for her. And then, um, you know, about a week after that, we were on a, on a hike walking through the woods, kind of by the lake, by Lake Michigan. And uh, Chloe kind of paused. <laughs> it was like like a movie scene. Paused. She's looking out at the lake and she says, Dad, I wonder if God's way of blessing me for giving my BGMC birthday money was letting me go to the pumpkin farm with the girls. <laughs> and it just, it clicked for her that, yeah, that probably was it that you gave. And then you got to do this incredible experience that that we would have never taken her to because we didn't know about it. But but God worked a way out so that she could be blessed as a way of being generous. And it clicked for her and she got it. And it was one of those moments, you know, one of those proud moments like, ah, yes, you're becoming the person that God wants you to be. And I think all of us, we want to be known as generous. We want our kids to be known as generous. We don't want to be uh, have a reputation of being entitled or a hoarder. But instead, we want to be people that that give. You know, there's a man at church. Uh, his name is Tony. And his reputation is that he is a generous man. He has started. He is going through it. He, His wife just passed. Uh, his body physically is it's falling apart. But he still is so generous. Um, every Sunday morning, you know, he helps with the tech area at church. Every Sunday morning, he goes to the food court and buys my family breakfast. He brings me and a bunch of other guys Starbucks. Uh, and not just like a tall, he's bringing me ventis <laughs> every Sunday. And it's just become this pattern that he's adopted because he's generous. And that's what we think of him as. We think this guy loves to give. Can I tell you just one more story real quick? And I'm telling you these stories because these are the kind of stories that we all want to be able to share. This is about a kid named Errol. Now this kid, this just happened this past Wednesday. So just a couple of days since I recorded, um, we usually don't take BGMC offering on Wednesday nights because the kids are in their classrooms for Rangers, Girls Ministries, and Elementary. Um, but the dad and Arrow, they came and they had their, their buddy barrel with coins for BGMC. And uh, Arrow's dad asked if Arrow can put his money in the BGMC bucket. Said, yeah, come on, let me show you the way. And it was so cool to watch him with his, his little, you know, buddy barrel piggy bank with money to put in the bucket. Well, he walks into the elementary chapel. He's dumping it in there. Uh, it's, it's so cute. All these coins coming in. And then his dad says, we just got done dropping off some, um, some clothes. We have this, this, this like donation bin on at the church property, um, for teen challenge. And so they just put some of Errol's old clothes in there. And, uh, and the dad was explaining to Errol what that does. And so let me explain it to you real quick. Uh, teen challenge helps those that are just facing life addictions. It helps them get out. And in this program is either through court order 
or it's through voluntary. And uh, what's amazing about it, it has it has the greatest success rate of people not going back to those things. And it's because of Jesus. That is the answer. That is why this program is so successful. And so we have a guys and a girls ministry here in Wisconsin and Milwaukee. And so they have, to help kind of fund this program, they have um, like a resale shop, kind of like a like a Goodwill, but it's it's theirs. And so we have this donation bin on property where you can donate things that go to the store then. And then those that are in the program can work it. Uh, it gives them, you know, another thing to do, another way to keep busy, um, to keep active. Um, and, and so it's a good thing. So Arrow's dad was explaining this to them and said, hey, you are helping lives when you're doing this. And then the dad told me, Arrow's eyes just lit up like a light bulb, a physical light bulb went off on top of his head. And he said, dad, can we take all of my clothes out of my closet and give it to the bin? <laughs> and the dad was like, no, we can't do that. I mean, we can do more, but you, you have to have some stuff for yourself, man. And his dad was so proud of him, you know, so proud of that generosity and, and wanted to tell me that. And generosity, it's about, it's about giving away. You know, I, I stumbled across this really great quote, this really great definition of generosity. And uh, if there's anything that you can remember, maybe write this down, jot this down, make a note of it. Uh, being generous, it's believing that there's always enough to share, no matter how much you have. Right? It's not about, well, if I get, if I start to make this much in my income, then I can start being generous. No, no. Being generous is believing there's always enough to share, no matter how much you have. It's not about being rich or poor. It doesn't matter how much of anything that you have. It's a posture of heart, realizing that to be generous, I'm going to share because I have enough. I want to share. Now, I think all of our, all of us, we want our kids to be that. We want to be more generous. And in this Christmas season, it's all about giving. I, I love this. My, my brother-in-law, he says, it is best to both give and receive, <laughs> which, which is true. But for this point, we're focusing on being generous. Uh, we don't want our kids to be entitled. We don't want our kids to be so self-focused or thinking they they should get this, even if they have earned it. Um, it just it's off-putting. It's no one likes to be around people like that. People like to be around generous people, both because they get blessed, but also those are the nicest, just best people to be around. And so before we go into, I have just kind of five things, five, kind of five tips that we want to break down on, on how to shape a generous heart in your kid. I just want to give you this caveat just to start off. No kid. No kid is going to ever nail this every single time because your kid is a person and people are evil. I mean, how often do you allow selfishness to motivate your choices, right? We all do. I do it today. I've done it already. But the goal is to shape our kids so that they are more generous than they're not, right? That if you have the scales, that their generosity skill is much heavier than their not generous skills, that they are way more generous then they're not. But just as a realistic expectation, we will never have a kid that is completely generous because we're for bad people. So let's get into five tips, five things that you can do as a parent to help shape a generous kid. Now, the first thing and the most important is to realize that everything we have has come from God. Everything, every single blessing, every achievement, everything we have has come from God. So James chapter one, verse 17 says, every good and perfect gift, every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights. Now, I was just reading in uh, in First John this morning about how God has really blessed us as well. And you can explore that a little bit more in First John chapter 3. He explains that everything we have has come from God. And so when you go through life, there's kind of 
three, I think I've kind of nailed this down into three kind of, kind of like worldviews that you can have about life and the things that you have, the opportunities, the experiences, um, all of it. And there's kind of three things that you can kind of land on. So either A, life is rigged against me and I just, I just got a bad hand and there's nothing I can do about it. Just life stinks and that's it. B is I affect every choice and every outcome, meaning everything that I have is a result of what I have done, either my failures or my successes. Or C, everything I have is a blessing from God, whether I worked for it or it was just given to me. Now, I think it's pretty obvious which one is the best. It's C, realizing that everything I have is a blessing from God. Now, these kind of attitudes and, and worldview, the way that we, we think through our thoughts and attitudes and choices that we make, it will ultimately affect our heart, our output. If we think life's rigged, like there's no way for me to get ahead, well, then we're not going to be generous because any opportunity we get, any any blessings, any extra things that we have, we're going to keep it for ourselves because we have to. It's cutthroat out there. Or if you're B and everything that you have has come from you, well, you earn this. You deserve this. And so this is yours. But if we realize that everything we have has come from God, whether we work for it or we were just blessed with it, we realize this, none of this is, is actually ours. That yes, we may have worked for this paycheck or we may have done this to get this extra little thing or maybe this opportunity opened up because of something hard that we've worked with. But if we realized that God gave that to us, then we're less likely to hold on to it to keep it for ourselves, to be greedy, and more willing to just let it go, to let God use it how he wants to. And so the best posture of heart is to realize that everything we have comes from God. And if you think that and you shape that with your family, boy, it will change your kids and help them become more generous. And now this is going to flow into kind of the next part, number two. So the first one was everything comes from God. But the second thing is share your family's blessings, the provisions, and also your needs with your kids. Kind of peel back the curtain a little bit and show what's going on. You know, most families don't feel comfortable sharing the financial situations with their kids. I mean, my parents didn't. And I mean, we we don't. We don't share a lot of the details with our kids because kids don't need to know details. Kids need to know that they're secure and they're safe. They need to know when they need to rely on God. But some, some ways that you can share that, sh- share the family blessings, the ways that your family has been blessed or the provisions God's made or, or the, even the needs that you have is, you know, one thing that you can do is when you're doing fun things, share that God provided that opportunity and made it possible. We love to do that. You know, when we go on vacation, we all, every day we start by praising and thanking God for it. We thank him for letting us be on this trip. Thank you, God, for making the opportunity, the money, the time, all of it. You know, when we go... My kids just love going to the movies now. When we go to the movies, we say, you know, God made this possible. He put this movie theater here. Let us be able to live in this great area, have the money and the time to do it. This is a blessing from God. And when we do that, it points back to everything we have comes from God. And we want to. We want our kids to know that God is the source. He is the provider. We just took a trip to Disney um, last month, uh, just the four of us, and uh, boy, this was this was the most expensive trip that we've had to Disney. It's crazy. And so to help with the costs, we really wanted to do it, 
I started to donate plasma. I used to do that in college all the time. That helped. <laughs> a lot of that actually paid for my wife's ring so I could marry her. Just finding ways, right? Finding extra ways to get to get to do the fun stuff we want to do. So I started to donate plasma with the with some extra time, uh, and actually I enjoy it. I mean, it does help people, and you get to meet a lot of people, and it's some nice quality time on my phone. <laughs> but I gave was giving plasma and um, got the you know you get the extra money for doing that. And my kids saw that, you know, because I would leave for the hour or two to go do that. And then you have the Band-Aid on and, you know, they're asking questions and how does it work and what is that? Well, one of the things that we really wanted to do is Disney introduced this new system that you could pay to skip the rides. It's totally bogus. But that's really what we wanted to do. And the reason why, one of the reasons we were doing the plasma is to cover that cost. And so <laughs> we were talking through it uh, with Chloe and helping kind of understand like, hey, I'm, I'm doing this extra thing so that we can do this fun thing. Well, Disney hadn't quite released this new system yet. And so we were like, man, it's getting close to our trip and they haven't released it yet. And we we're saying to Chloe, well, we have the money so we can do fun things at Disney, but it may not be for this Genie Plus skipping the ride thing. And she got this such a serious face. And she said, but it has to be worth it. It has to be worth it for daddy doing the plasma. <laughs> that if he, if we don't have Genie Plus, well, then what was dad doing this for? <laughs> and for her... What it was doing, it was, it was sharing with her that, hey, this there's value to this, which we're going to get to in just a second, and understanding the value of money and stuff. But also understanding that everything we have comes from God. God is giving us this opportunity. She saw, okay, there is a, you know, a cause and effect here, and that God is providing and blessing for us. And so it has to be worth it, right? <laughs> the hard work has to be worth it. We want our kids to understand the value of money, that it, it costs, that everything in this world costs something and that the blessings come from God. And so as we say it, you know, God has blessed us with this opportunity. Everything that we have comes from God. And hey, we have a need here, right? We want to do these fun things. And so I'm going to figure out how to do that. God has opened a door. Let's thank God that we can go give plasma to have the extra money to do this fun thing. There was a need. We shared it with our kids and they understood it. They understood that God made a way. God helped us figure this out and how to be able to do that. So first we want to we just want to pound it into our kids, pound it into our hearts. Everything we have has come from God. And then which two, we want to share with our family the blessings. We want to share with them, God blessed us, gave us this extra thing. Or, hey, we have this need, this thing that we want or need. We're going to ask for God to help provide for that. Now, we're going to go on to number three. And this one, uh, again, this is tips for us to help shape generosity in our kids. And so for number three, we need to model generosity. We need to model it. God will bless you. When you're generous, God will bless you when you're generous. It's just, it's the, the sow and you reap. If you give things away, God will bless you even more. And, and one of the reasons he does it is because, man, he is so pleased with you and he's happy with you. He, he wants to give you the desires of your heart, but then also so that you can bless even more people. He sees you as an open door, as an avenue and says, hey, I can use this person to give more to more people. And so God wants us to model to our kids what generosity looks like. You know, why should we ever expect our kids to do anything that we don't? Why should we be, expect them to be better than us? Why should we expect them to, to, to do things that we never showed them how to do? You know, I was, as I was putting these notes together, I had this thought, would you rather, when your kids grow up, would you rather have your kids say, my parents were stingy, greedy, I never want to be like them. <laughs> I never want to hold on to my stuff so tightly like my parents did. Or... Would you rather have your kids say about you, my parents worked hard and they were generous. 
generous with their time, their money, generous with people, with their their feelings. We have to model it for our kids. You know, easy ways, easy, easy ways. And we show, share this with our kids is the first thing is tithing, 10% right back to God to say, God, you have blessed me. And so I'm going to give it back to you. 10%, it seems like a lot at first when you put it on paper, but man, I'm telling you, the principle is when you're generous to God, he'll be generous back to you. And so it starts with the 10%. Um, it, it starts with giving to missions, to missionaries, so that the most important thing that people know about God, that our resources, the money that, that God has blessed us with, it's not ours. It's just it's just passing through us, goes back to reaching people so that they can get to heaven because there is nothing more important than that. Being generous, it's using your time to help people. It's it's using your resources to to give to others that that have needs around you. Being generous, you know our kids, uh, the school that they go that, that Chloe goes to, they just had a pajama drive, and you know we were we felt like we were one of the first ones to jump in because we want our our kids to know that we are we're generous. So I don't know exactly where the pajamas go or how it gets sorted out, but they're having a pajama drive at school. We want to be generous, and so we went to the store got some pajamas to give. And Chloe threw the vessel. She was generous and gave those pajamas to help out. We want to model it for our kids so that they know this is what a generous person looks like. I want to be like that. All right. We just have two more, two more things that could help us shape a generous heart. Number four is find ways for your kid to serve at home. If you want to fight entitlement, then they need to serve. For Carson, our little dude, he's three years old, and one of the ways that he serves is he sets up the table for dinner. Now, not like he's not plating food. I mean, he gets the forks, we pass him the forks, we pass him the napkins, the cups, and we say, hey, your responsibility, your role today is to set up the table. And he enjoys doing it. You know, it's not like a fight. Most most times it's not a fight for him to do it. But that's one way that our three-year-old can serve. He likes it. It's easy for him to do, even if it's not perfect. It's not It's not hard to, to change it. Uh, Chloe? She has to put away her own clothes. Um, so we may sort it out for her a little bit, but she has to fold it, hang up her shirts. She has to do that stuff. Carson, uh, another easy thing that he does to help serve is I have some dirty clothes that are sitting on the floor. I say, not all the time, but Carson, can you come over here? Can you please put these clothes down the laundry chute for me? Oh, sure, dad. <laughs> and he likes to do that. Um, but the, the point of that is, you know, they can be, I can't wait for my kids to get bigger so they can cut the grass and do all that stuff. But the point is, is to help the kids realize that it's not all about them. It takes this, the focus off of self and it puts on, I'm here to serve. And if they're not serving at home, if you haven't given them roles and responsibilities that they have to do, well, then you're, one, you're missing out on an opportunity to have more relaxing time. But two, you're, you're not creating within your kids this idea of, I have roles and responsibilities that people are counting on me. I've been given a task. And I have to accomplish it. It's not about me. It's about serving others around me. So find ways at home. It could be simple. It could be more complicated. Everybody has a different path. Some people give, they give um, money for their kids doing stuff. We don't, we don't give money for them. Um, maybe we'll, if Chloe wants BGMC money, she can do extra chores, like extra things that she doesn't normally do. But money is not a normal thing for us. But for some it is. And, and for some, it's a, a great way to help them teach financial uh, responsibility how to be generous, how to tithe even with that money that you've earned, even then. But find ways for your kids to serve at home. So before we get to the last one, let's go over the four that we've we've already done. Number one, realize everything has come from God, everything we have. Number two is share with your family your blessings, your needs, 
Share with your kids how God is providing for you guys. Number three, model it. Model generosity towards your kids. Number four, find ways for them to serve at home. And last but not least, and I said that the first one's important, but this one's pretty important too, is to pray for your child's heart. Pray for a generous heart within them. You know, we dedicated a whole podcast a couple episodes ago about praying for your child's heart. And I think probably every episode is going to come back to this, to praying for your child's heart. We want to pray that they are generous, that with with even with all the stuff that they do, all the stuff that they change, all the ways that they change, that they grow up, all the different situations in, we want them to realize that a generous heart is, that's what a, a good person does, a Christ follower does. We can do all of these, you know, one through five, and we can we can set up all these boundaries for them. We can force them to give their stuff away. But unless there's a heart change, either through conviction or revelation, they're never going to develop that generous personality, the generous spirit. It's just going to be something they do because they have to. And we don't want to force our kids. We just want them to become generous. And so pray for a generous heart. Pray that it just comes so naturally for them, that the Holy Spirit would convict them or reveal to them what it means to be generous. So again, generosity. Being generous is believing there's always enough to share no matter how much you have. We can always be generous. Maybe it's at lunch and you just share a little bit of your meal with somebody else. You can always be generous. Everything we have has come from God. Let's teach our kids that. We share with our kids. We share with our family the blessings of God. God let us be able to do this. He is the one that let us be able to do this fun stuff and share the needs. This is something we want to do, something that we need. Let's pray. Let's ask God to help us out. Number three, let's model it for our kids. Four, let's find ways for them to serve at home. And then number five, finally, Pray for a generous heart. Can I pray for you now? Can I pray that God would help you be able to shape generous kids? I really want my kids to say about me that I was a generous guy, that they're proud of me and my generosity, and that they want to emulate that. I want them now to to give sacrificially, that they focus less on themselves and what they can experience here on earth, but instead invest in the kingdom of God and invest in people and things that last. Let me pray for your family. Lord, thank you so much for being so generous to us. You sent your one and only son to come and save us because you didn't want heaven to be without us. You knew that it was that that us missing out on heaven, that was a not good thing. And so you were generous. Lord, you're you're benevolent. You are so good to us. And it's hard to believe, it's hard to rationalize how benevolent and, and good and kind and generous you are to us. Lord, we do realize today that everything we have has come from you. Lord, we want our kids to know that as well. Not because they've been told that, but because they believe that, that they know that. So Lord, we pray for our families, that we would be generous, and that through our generosity, more people's needs could be met, and most importantly, more people will know about you. Thank you, God, for being so good to us. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, all right. Well, hey, uh, if this was helpful to you, please let me know. Send me an email, talk to me at church, and um, again, please share this with another family. There's a family, you know, they got some dirty, rotten, nasty kids (laughs) and they're self-entitled and all that good stuff. Share this podcast with that person. And if you got this podcast shared to you, maybe that's why it got shared to you. Just kidding. Just kidding. We want generous kids. We want to be a, we want the next generation to be more generous than, than even ours. And so let's work towards that. All right. We'll catch you on the flippity flip. See you on the next episode.